0: to be my second chance.
1: Why? Money. What happened about looking after your friends? My
2: father paid off all my debts. It left him penniless, the disgrace nearly killed.
3: Down out of the desert.
2: He took the word of Galgani, and these two. He has half the money now. Monsieur Galgani will honor the rest.
3: Welcome to Double Impact, the podcast where we double back on the movies that impacted us growing up as 90s kids and decide whether they hold up today or are best left in the past. I'm Tristan,
0: And I'm Greg. As you know me, <laughs> it would be different if I joined the Foreign Legion, more on that later.
3: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. It might be
0: Craig. Um, how are you, mate? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. You're looking very, like... I was going to say Kevin Fertiline, but not <laughs> just more because you're like in a studio. You're in Your house is like a studio now. It's so cool.
3: Just because we've got the brick. The brick does a lot of heavy lifting, man, quite literally. It, it's exposed.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you got the drum roll there? Yeah. Or a stoop. You can have a stoop. You pick. You're the you're the button man <laughs> now. <laughs> wow. With great buttons become... It
3: has Zero responsibility. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's a very fetching... Very exposed brick wall.
3: Yeah, I'm in the lounge room today, not the bedroom, because the bedroom's occupied by my hungover wife.
0: Yeah. Ah, get one in yeah. there. Yeah. I love not being hungover when my wife's hungover, except it happens like but once a year.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and that I get the that. worst hangovers of yeah. anyone, so like I really can't say too much, um, but I will. I shouldn't say too much, but I do. <laughs> you got to take those opportunities. Yeah, I said some
0: Yeah, you got to jump all over them. Yeah. We only get one shot at that, so we've got to wedge a year's worth into it.
3: <laughs> exactly. That's the logic, if you're listening. I'm gonna like... I don't
0: listen anymore so that we can say whatever we want about our wives. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got the classic you're drinking beer, I'm drinking coffee dynamic. I think this has to be our dynamic, doesn't it, really? Like, I
3: guess so. It doesn't work so well the other way. It almost... Yeah, it can. It can we should try that? I we feel should try it. Like I don't mind. 30. I'm
0: I'm I'm probably better in the mornings. So There's less, but I'm easy. Whatever.
3: Let's, we can see what happens. We can see what happens. It's our show, man. We're we're in the th- in the throes of bad Van Damme movies for the next <laughs> ten weeks. <laughs> oh no, hundred weeks. <laughs> Literally, the next hundred weeks. Uh. I looked at what the next ten are after this one. I'd be surprised if you've heard of one of them. I'll read about the next ten, <laughs> and you know we do Jean-Claude Van Damme movies every ten episodes. So this is literally, we're not going to get through these for the next hundred weeks. Mm. So there's obviously today we're doing Legionnaire. Then in ten weeks' time we'll be doing Universal Soldier: The Return, which actually I'm that's, I'm into that one. Yeah. But then, then in it's the just hell. all director video: Inferno, Replicant, The Order, Derailed. In Hell, Narco, Wake of Death, Second in Command and The Hardcore. Core, core spelled C-O-R-P-S. Oh, yeah, good. It's nice, right? Yeah, yeah. That one might be good. I think it's a Sheldon Letich, So you never know. But so is this. And well, we'll get into that, won't mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. Uh, 1998. We're still in 1998, Greg. Yeah. If you can believe it.
0: Uh, I'm going to go these. big year for movies, big year for the Clintons.
3: Oh, the Clintons. And, of course,
0: one Monica Lewinsky. That was the Lewinsky scandal year. Was it? Fuck. Yeah, wow. One of the most quoted or impersonated lines in presidential
3: history. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. There you go. There it, is that That was the line? Yeah. Hell, I've done it with pigs.
1: <laughs> that, man, was, that was on the Simpsons was all, that line. <laughs> Simpsons
3: it's a weird line. I don't yeah, it, it really it was no subtlety whatsoever. It's a lousy thing
0: to say. Well, I'm a lousy president. <laughs> 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 uh, it was a big year. He obviously denied all the claims. Uh there was another lady, uh Paula Jones. Um yeah. we worked with in his time as a senator. Uh, also going after him and she got dismissed but then undismissed, I guess. Mm. Um, meanwhile Monica, she uh she's had a it was an interesting life. I actually saw her speak at a ad conference Tristan. Yeah, she
3: spoke in Cannes one year too.
0: Yeah, she she um she's reinvented herself yeah. as a as a activist, an anti cyber bullying activist, I would perhaps would Call her. Is that sound about? Yeah, right? fair enough. Is that what she this, was doing? This for is, you? yeah. Is that the the speech?
3: Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I didn't see it though, but um, it is interesting because like the premise of this podcast. I don't know if we've done many movies that depict such a sh- cultural shift. Like in 1998, she was very much the villain, mm-hmm. and now if if it happened now, she'd surely be the victim. Yes. Yeah.
0: Which you could argue would be correct. Yeah,
3: it would be <laughs> pretty easy was, to argue that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would, it's probably an yeah. easier argument um, given yeah. his track record.
3: Um, yeah. Man, yeah.
0: Yeah. Big year for the Clintons. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's funny to look back on on <laughs> this stuff. I didn't know how an impeachment works. There was obviously a lot of talk about impeachment when, um, when Trump was in power. And I was like, yeah, yeah, what does that mean? I didn't want to ask anyone. Um, <laughs> so he did get impeached, but then he got repeached or something. Unpeached. Un
3: unpeached, yeah. Mm,
0: unpeached <laughs> outpeached. Outpeached. He was outpeached. Um yeah. I, as I understand it. Mm. I'm not very good with politics. Very entertaining mm. stuff though, from uh
3: from a distance. Yeah. Yeah, just getting the highlights is always a bit of fun.
0: Mm, What with Um, all the confessions and denials and such and the conflicting conflicting commentary that they put out there very seriously. It makes me think
3: maybe sometimes they lie. Right? Just maybe. Did you ever think about that? Yes, (laughs) very much so. (laughs) You know, the earth is flat. Australia birds aren't real. Oh, birds aren't real. That's that's got to be the favorite at
0: the moment, right? (laughs) Um, Can you give us a quick recount on birds aren't real Um, for our for our friends that haven't heard that one yet?
3: Well, so all the birds you see, they're not real. They're Uh they're robots. They're all surveillance. Yeah. Have you ever seen a baby bird, a baby pigeon? Yes. Hmm really makes you think
0: (laughs) (laughs) so the story goes that the birds have been bit by bit replaced by yeah powers that be yeah to be mobile well the
3: drones really yeah
0: keep an eye on you yeah so i think about that next time you're looking at a bird
3: yeah next time you're eating chicken hey did you um watch the new (laughs) mike myers tv show on netflix
0: No, I did see. That's why
3: a- I learned about this. That's why it's top of mind for me to talk oh, about that.
0: Okay, I can't keep up with your viewing. Your viewmanship.
3: I I don't think it's. I don't know if I could recommend that show yet. Okay. Yeah.
0: I like Mike Myers. It's good to see him back doing something.
3: Yeah, I want to like this show. Is it, what's the what's the premise? It's called The Penteveret and it's basically like oh, you've lost me conspiracies, and he plays five members of this secret society that. No, oh, I don't really know much more than that at this point. But he plays like those five characters plus almost every other character.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. So you've gone from no Mike Myers to all the Mike Myers.
3: Yeah, but actually I'm pretty sure it's, it's a one like show. A, technically a spin-off of So I Married an Axe Murderer. I think there's like a line in that movie okay. that refers to this. So there's some connected universe happening there. Sounds like a bit of a passion project. I think it is, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's a good segue to Legionnaire. So yeah, just a reminder: the member berry this week is is Bill Clinton's semen. Semen. Hmm.
3: That's <laughs> the wrong sound. <laughs> <laughs> I meant is that, that t- in. An, I meant that in agreement. Not. I mean, it sounded <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> I, I I took that as delicious. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we don't talk about presidential semen too often on the show. Um, it's it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Slippery it's a, topic. It's a sticky topic. Um, yeah, it what's sure What's the... Is. Big year for scandals. Big year for movies, Greg. What did we have in 98? I can't even remember. You had Armageddon. Armageddon. Sorry, yeah, I'm not to. <laughs> <that. laughs> Armageddon
3: impeached. Saving Ryan's Privates. Godzilla. There's something about Mary, A Bug's Life, Deep Impact, Mulan, Dr. Doolittle... Uh Leith Weapon Weapon Shakespearean Shakespeare in Love Knock Off oh. and um a little movie that didn't even make it into the box office as it was direct video mm. called
2: Legionnaire. <laughs>
3: So it was released on home video in December of 1998. The first, I, I believe, the first I JC. Joint to go direct a video. Wouldn't be the last. That's for damn sure.
0: Mm. For Van Damme sure.
3: Budget of $35 million. <laughs> I'm not sure how much money it made in in sales. Uh, it's not, it's cassette not disclosed, sales. is it? No. <laughs> you know what? There's not much disclosed about this film. Mm.
0: Well, including
3: how to watch it. Man. You just remind me, of course, we've got to give a shout-out to friend of the show. Yes. Shout-out to friend of the show, Ben King for uh, sharing a digital copy that Absolutely. he happened to have.
0: Keeping us ticking. Thank you, Ben, for keeping us going. Not
3: the first time. Yeah. He also he also um, gave us the quest. So I don't know if he's just a big fan of the Jean-Claude subgenre of prestige trash, <laughs> <laughs> um, prestige epic journeys and such. Mm. Um, but he's a legend nonetheless and uh-huh. he's a photographer. So if you, need, if you have any photography needs... Ben King Photography is your man. Where is he? You can follow him on Instagram, at Ben King Photography. Which city is he in? Uh, he's in Canberra.
0: There you go, nation's capital.
3: As an architecture and interior specialist when it comes to photography. So Ooh, hit him up. Big nice. friend of the show.
0: We salute you, Ben.
3: We salute you. Thank you very, very, very much. Well, I won't say thank you too much because it's a bit of a slog watching this thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, critic score of 29%, audience score of 30% consistent yeah um was this a big one for you greg uh it was not
0: yeah i thought this came out you know what if before, before we'd gone on this little uh quest as it were um mm. i always thought that this was one of his earlier films me too yeah I think especially I,
3: looking at the next 10 like that like uh, yeah i would have thought this was really in the core i don't know like, yeah, and I, I get it mixed up with the quest too. I think I talked yeah. about that on that episode. Well, there's some
0: overlapping. I mean, it's not his first time involved with the Legion, of course. Yeah. He he escapes the Legion to when his brother gets set on fire in Lionheart slash... Oh, I was Bay. trying
3: to remember which one it was. Yeah, okay, it was Lionheart.
0: And then Bloodsport He's obviously in the army. It's a little different. But, you know, there's kind of similar, yes, you know, is, uh, we can be forgiven for thinking this was an earlier film, yeah. Until you watch it, maybe I don't know, but yeah, D- I probably have seen this, but it didn't really ring many bells. I didn't do a plot synopsis, um, you know, like a guess because I thought I'd seen it.
3: Yeah, same. But um, yeah, not a yeah, not a big movie for me either. Mm. I feel like I remember the trailer. I don't know. No, maybe I don't even remember the trailer. I think until we watched the quest recently, that I just I had them completely mixed up in my head. I was expecting some fight tournament of some sort, but anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah. Like I don't know. I mean that's 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 his superpower, man. Like what are we what are we here for? Where's it kicking? There's no kick oh, okay, sorry. I'm getting way, way ahead of myself. Um, why don't I get into a very short and sweet origin story?
1: Yeah. Origin story.
3: Okay, so 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 we're in a we're entering a new era. Jean Claude Van Damme films. We're ten years after Bloodsport now. We're about four years after Street Fighter and Time Cop, which were peak in terms of box office. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not critic scores necessarily. Um, Time Cop maybe, maybe an apex of of the average of the two at least.
0: I think I think that's what we're learning.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or have learned. Yeah, and then there's been a a bit of a slippery slope post that. So sudden death while, while quite a solid traditional lap pack picture was kind of the first significant decline in box office followed by the quest, followed by maximum risk, followed by double team, followed by knockoff, all in a very steady decline. Not mm. a super steep one, but the trend line is very clear here, people.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And uh, yeah, and unfortunately we're now entering the straight to video zone which um it's it's going to be interesting to learn about. But I guess um in terms of origin story I've had to read between the lines a little bit and part of me thinks that you know I, there is a story by credit here for JC along with Sheldon Letich. Um and you know Sheldon obviously blood sport Double impact. We're we're Sheldon fans, mm-hmm. and uh, some of his better pictures are uh, are with Sheldon. But um, he's probably a man of his word. But yeah, I wonder. I don't know if there's like he's obviously chasing something with the quest and and this film. It, it, like he's trying to chase some sort of legitimization. Yeah, you know, like we'll get to the JCVD test, and he basically doesn't do any of the things that he usually mm. does. Um, So it's... Do you see his butt though? Do you? Damn it. I missed it. (laughs) (laughs) How? I don't know. I got pretty distracted watching this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: didn't watch it.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But interestingly, I mean, having said that, I could be completely wrong because his original idea for this film was to make it a comedy yeah. With a John Candy type as his sidekick, yeah. which I think is a much better idea—a much better idea—he'd be good at that. Yeah, yeah. E- even with fucking um, uh, Schneider again. Even with Rob Schneider, I, I found that I think my favorite Schneider role is Lat Pack sidekick. Oh
0: yeah, like Judge Dread,
3: like Demol Judge Dread, Demolition Man knockoff. He was very tolerable in those environments. Mm. I don't know if he was enjoyable. But you don't like him as a carrot? I I didn't or a stapler. They're just not mm. my – or a hot chick or a gigolo. Mm. Yeah. Two of those were real. Yes. <laughs> <Guess. laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, there's not much to this origin story other than the story by their Sheldon and um, someone else wrote the script – uh, Sheldon didn't direct though Another guy named Peter McDonald did
0: Yeah, what's with that?
3: I think Sheldon was supposed to direct But then he dropped out or something But I don't think it was anything bad Because Peter McDonald was a director of Rambo 3 Which Sheldon Letich co-wrote with Stallone So they're, I guess they're collaborators or something um, Maybe he had some place to be Yeah, maybe
0: I'd like an astute for yeah, that
3: Get the fuck out of there
2: It's very astute on your part <laughs>
3: It Fuck, it is crazy though. You know, like we said, we both said that we thought this was older. Mm. And just thinking about a film like Armageddon that came out the same year as this film, it just seems, they seem like such worlds apart, don't
0: well, they? Well, it's like one's like mm. 80 years older
3: than the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some good maths there. Very well yeah. done. It's like Pocahontas and Toy Story all over again.
0: Both classics, you mean both classics?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah I was really hoping to find in the origin story That, you know, like how Top Gun was funded by the Navy or whatever Uh I was hoping this was like branded content to join the the Foreign Legion
0: (laughs) (laughs) Don't know Mm. if it succeeded It's expensive, expensive, $35 million (laughs) of branded content
3: (laughs) Join us and and die
0: (laughs) And have a hard time before you die
3: Yeah uh and you know what? On that note, that's all I bloody got on this bloody this bloody mm. bloody Look, I mean, I guess this is gonna be um one of those episodes because there's not much out there. Um
0: We'll just we'll just fill in the gaps, Tristan. We're we're cultural archaeologists. I guess so. We're gonna mine. I guess so.
3: Yeah, I guess so. But you know, I always feel like I feel like if I you know, I feel like it's a good episode when there's a couple of nuggets mm. that, I, that I've never heard discussed before that we discussed. I love like, nuggets. Oh, yeah, we've we've contributed some nugs. There's no. This is a nugless meal. Mm. It's, um,
0: it's tricky. I got heaps of nugs in my freezer. I bought a bulk bought them. Oh uh, yeah, they're very good. Vix Meats nugs. Oh. they're like those days when you get better McNuggets than normal. They're like those all the time.
3: You just throw them in the air fryer, side note Threw them in easier. the air fryer Yeah, yeah, it's good, it's good, it's handy Yeah,
0: I don't know how many of the kids are going to get
3: None None Fucking none Anyway Bish bash bosh, you got yourself a movie, Rap Party, The Viper Room Let's play the trailer
1: <laughs> A
2: word of advice
0: Oh, I forgot that guy, was not it?
2: I suggest you keep one last bullet yeah. in your pocket
0: He's in Beverly Hills Cop
2: Not for your
3: enemy, but for yourselves They were strangers in a strange land. It always struck me rather odd that a man can be
1: glorified for pillage and murder and ostracized for dishonor.
3: They were soldiers in a brutal army.
0: It's about survival. All we got
2: is each other.
3: There is no one they can trust but themselves.
2: This is the Legion! You march or you die!
3: But a brutal war is about to make them comrades for life.
2: The Legion? Is a family! Don't tell me about the Legion!
3: This is a great trailer for the pod. Apologies. <laughs> I think you can visualise it. Lot. Yeah. Lots of... Uh, Jean Claude, there.
2: You will all love the Legion with one body,
3: with one heart, and with one soul.
0: Embarks so, and that is so. <laughs>
3: Man, that's a really good trailer. I I mean, relative to, you know, what it's representing. Like that's that's solid. So, yeah. That makes it look as good as it as it can. In watching that trailer just then, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about uh, it being a comedy again. And it really could it just should have been a fucking comedy. Mm. Because yeah. it's it's loaded with cliches. Um and, and I think he couldn't do it then, but I think he can now. Van Damme is great and in these comedies where he plays it really straight, like Jean-Claude Van Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he could, it could be like the the naked gun of period epics, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? And he played all oh, his friends die. Like everyone can still die and it can be hilarious. It's and a, John Candy clear can space. be. There. It's clear space. It's clear space, man. It's clear space. Anyway, that, I mean, that trailer was... I think it did the best of what it could in terms to, uh, in terms of selling tickets. It was very I'm Not saying too much, but but this is a podcast, and people need to know what the fuck happened in this movie, Craig. Yeah, need so, some words. Yeah, could you give us some words?
0: Yeah, I'll give you some words. Look, Tristan, you'd have to say this is a, a classic tale of of on the runism, uh, legionism, legionism, oh, yeah. um, sacrifice, ego. All the all the classic tropes I think above all it's, it is a tale of mateship Of camaraderie And Tristan Webster Dictionary defines camaraderie <coughs> As one who shares the same room <clears throat> Hence a close
3: companion from the French word camarade Chambermate Interesting. I always thought it was Russian, like from comrades. Yeah. Language is a funny thing.
0: I think the, they took hold of it, yeah. The socialists really like that word. But it does mean to share the same room, and these men do share the same room. Alan Lefebvre is a prize fighter living in a Gatsby-esque 1920s Marseille. There's can-can yeah. dancers, there's tuxedos. And, of course, prize fighting.
3: Yeah.
0: And he is asked, nay told, by mm. a evil promoter to throw a fight and he will line his pockets with silver.
1: Hmm.
0: But he has a change of heart, Alain Lefevre. He proves himself early to be a man of principle. So he decides to do the old Bruce Willis in Pulp Fiction and just not take the dive, but take the mm. money and run. And the plan is to run off to America, America, with his girlfriend mm. who he is deeply in love with.
3: And become a movie star. Yeah. That would have
0: been cool. It would have been cool. It's a sliding doors moment, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Leaving his girlfriend in the hands of this evil mobster, he flees and runs comically into the office of a, which, well, we don't know what it is, but it turns out it's the recruitment room for the Legion. So he's like, Mm. yeah, sign me up and get me out of here. So then he goes off and joins the Legion and makes some friends and some enemies and uh, learns a lot along the way.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the real legionnaire are the friends we made along the way. Yeah, well, that's it. The legionnaires of our hearts. And, and yeah, all the friends that died along the way.
0: Yeah, yeah. There seemed to be a fair bit of dying. Well, oh, oh, and on on the you know the friends you meet will be the biggest cliches of, um, you know, the the globe. Yeah, you could have a you can have a a fast talking African American. Um, yeah, you can have a a. A romantic Italian. Uh, <laughs> what else did we have in
3: there? British jerk. British jerk. <laughs> <laughs> Just joking, 12%. We love you. But he was a British jerk. He was a British jerk. Yeah, he
0: turned out to be the biggest jerk of all. He double crossed him for money, money.
3: Oh, the root of all evil.
0: Anyway, that's what the movie's about. Um, you know? Yeah. What did you think of it, Tristan? I can't tell. I didn't
1: like
3: this movie. <laughs> I, man, this is the first Jean Claude Van Damme movie we've done that it, it was just hard to get through. Mm. I watched it. I watched half of it in one night last night. And then, no, last, yeah. And last I got night. the
0: other half on right now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and I, I honestly watched the second half. And it's not a long movie. I had 40 minutes left and I watched it probably over two hours. Oh, man. Because that's, that's tough. because I kept thinking, no, I oh, fuck, I wasn't paying attention. I need to watch it. So I kept rewinding it and stuff. Uh, and
0: I didn't, I, yeah, sorry.
3: So which obviously, you know, it's not a great experience. So I probably made the film even worse than it yeah. is. But I just, it was a slog, man. I, I mean, just just honestly, that's the, it's the first time. Because usually in a Jean-Claude Van Damme film, even if it's terrible, it's enjoyable because mm. it's it's full of all the stuff we love, mm. and it's it just becomes even more fun on a different level. But uh, this one, it was just a boring movie that Van Damme happened to be in.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he was like, "It's interesting." That I think that comedy. He obviously wanted it to be the comedy. It wasn't. Yeah. He looked like he was upset by that because he just doesn't really act in this thing. He just keeps his mouth shut and goes through the motions.
3: Yeah. I will say, though, 1998, he's at the point now where his face has a lot more character and so he can get away with just kind of not doing much and look like he's acting because he's just he's looking more interesting, mm. you know?
0: Mm. Yeah.
3: So aesthetically, he, he looked... I, I don't know if it's his acting, but I'd say he looked good in this movie. Like it, he had some good emotional moments.
0: I thought, but yeah, you, other than that, uh, yeah, it's a tough one. The the, the the comedy thing must have still partly been in the script. Like I kind of alluded to it in that synopsis. When he mm. runs into that, like just stumbles into the recruitment room when he's on the run, and then joins the legion and kind of just leaves. Forget about the. That's like comedy, right?
3: Yeah, that feels like a Paulie Shaw movie. Okay. <laughs> when I say comedy,
0: I mean Paulie Shaw comedy. Well, yeah, I mean the best kind. Yeah, the best kind. <laughs> Runs into a dome, a bio dome. <laughs> um, yeah, you know what I mean. Like that was that's that's not from the script of a uh, a drama period piece. No. What about his girlfriend? He just left her. What happened to her? Did she did she survive? I can't remember. She did.
3: The she, English guy get, tells him at the end. Oh, he goes, "Oh yeah, she survived. <laughs> She's fine."
0: I reckon she would have got put on the needle and become a prostitute for that evil man. Ouch. Is that a bit is that a bit dark?
3: That is dark. We so. don't even have a, we don't have a button for that. <laughs> Yeah. Whoa. I'm not going to do ooey. There's no
0: button you can use. They're all terrible. But, okay, let me lighten that up. But then um, but then, um, what's his name? Liam Neeson comes and saves her. There you go.
3: But also, like, he is a, he's an asshole because he could have just thrown the fight. Like, what kind of honour is he upholding? You know? Like, mm. he could have thrown the fight and left with his girl. Yeah,
0: he was still. He was going to get paid heaps. He's like, I'm going to pay you more than you've ever been paid. Yeah, it's a pretty so fair deal, you, you know.
3: Yeah, you fucked this yourself. You were too proud. You got nothing, and now your wife and all your comrades are paying the price for your fucking pride, mate.
0: Exactly, and comrade means
3: men Roommate. who sleep
0: in the same room. You know, so yeah. all your lovers.
3: <laughs> yeah, all of you. Yeah, exactly. Umbrella. Uh, all the lovers are hurt. Well, it was the
0: swing in 20s of Marseille. It was basically an orgy, they say.
3: I've heard that. <laughs> Do you know what is
0: interesting apparently? Yeah. The The war that they went off to fight, the Riff War. Um, oh, yeah. The actual, apparently that's in history a fascinating kind of battle.
3: Oh, yeah. It was fascinating in this. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll
0: just. Top, very top line. There's those guys la, 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 on the on the running around on the horses.
3: Yeah, yeah.
0: They're the Moroccan Berbers. So there's like little tribes. I guess they're like little sovereign, you know, dudes that do their own thing. Some right guy, some legend, like united them all the little tribes to fight against Spain, and then you had some. Um, guy on the rise in the Spanish uh, army who turned out to be a dictator, in the due course, but it was his like rise was fighting this tribe. Like apparently, it's a fascinating and cool battle, but we didn't get to see much of that. Yeah, it funny. it's like <laughs> of which we they saw take one
3: of the most interesting things, and then they don't use any of it. Correct. Yeah, yeah, because you know they could have done all kind. They could have they could have done a Dances with Wolves kind kind of take where he oh. you know gets captured and then. Has empathy or Becomes something? Becomes a barber. Or... Berber? Yeah. Berber? No, a barber.
0: <laughs> a barber for the Berbers. Yeah,
3: yeah. Berber, a berber, barber berber.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I went berber <laughs> barber, and you went Barber-Berber. Yeah. What do you make of that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Keep going. We're doing well. 44 um. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. See, that would have been good in the comedy version. Cause mm-hmm. actually, yeah, before before I even knew that he did the comedy thing, I, as this started, I was reflecting on this and the quest, and I was thinking his his prestige epic journey movies like this and the quest, they're like one degree off being just straight up parody of like Oscar bait movies, yeah, all, like so all the cliches, like you said, his his circle of mates were just one stereotype from each yeah. country, like <clears throat> they all die almost. Again, comically so, it's, it's also on the nose that you can see each death coming a mile away because, you know, they'll have an emotional moment and you're like, okay, well, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> yeah. It, it has every cliche of a friend dying pretty do you much. Reckon, it's,
0: yeah, do you reckon when they're reading the scripts, you know, like the, oh, this is pretty emotional, oh, next page my character's dead for sure, like, yeah, there he goes. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, because I, I was watching it with the J, JCVD test in mind and, you know, his mate dies in the very beginning and I thought, oh, yeah, so that's the friend that's going to die in this one and, that, you know, seeking revenge for a fallen loved one and all that. Mm. And then like 10 more people die. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. But there were some uh, some good little uh, nuggets in the casting.
0: Yeah, yeah.
3: Um, Two, two. Key actors spring to mind for me. First, mm-hmm. Adabisi himself from Oz. Yeah. Adawali Akinoyi Agbaji. That'll do. He's a scary that.
0: presence in, um, in Oz, isn't
3: he? Man, he is all time in Oz. Yeah. And he's one of those guys, like, if we were podcasting back then, I would have said, him. He's the guy. He's going to be the breakout of this show. Yeah. And he's been in lots of stuff but he wasn't really the guy. Like a lot of people from that show, have J.K. Simmons for one. But yeah, he, he's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's a good point. Apparently he was nearly Black Panther back in 2009 when they were exploring potentially making a Black Panther yeah. film. Yeah.
0: Speaking of sliding doors.
3: Yeah. And he's English. Yeah. He's got a fascinating story. He's um, he does. moved to Hollywood to become a singer moved to Hollywood to become a singer but became an actor and model instead, classic, similar experience to me moving to New York. (laughs) Um, He has a law degree um, and he's just made a movie called Farming which is based on his own experience Uh um, growing up uh, in the UK and I've got a little clip of him talking about it with none other than um, Queen Latifah for some reason. I guess she has a TV show. But I was watching a bunch of interviews with him, and he's an interesting dude. But this one, he summarizes it all. And so I thought, why not play a clip?
1: Um, congratulations on the script about your, your life Thank being you. sold and being made as a movie. I'm excited about that. But I, I, people, you have such an interesting story. <laughs> now, this is, this is great because you have such an interesting story. Um, can you just give people a couple of pieces of it? Um, I started to call you Adewale Esquire. Yeah, Did y'all know he, he has a law degree as well? Yeah. <laughs> Who goes to all that school and then says, hey, I'm going to do my acting thing. But just give people a little bit of a, a couple points about your life. Well, um, the, 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 screen, the screenplay is based on my life. And uh, it really just documents uh, a period of time in England where the immigrants, the African immigrants first came. And uh, what my parents from Nigeria used to do, which was, they would foster their children or farm their children out to white working class families because ah. they couldn't um, look after them while they were working and study at, uh, at night and in the day. And uh, I was fostered to a white family um, couple in, in a southeastern part of uh, England, which was notoriously racist mm. and, uh, and, and very violent. And we were the first black children they would ever seen. So mm. it, it was, it was a, a real struggle to grow up there. Mm. And... Um, You know, and just fighting and and being persecuted most of the time, every time just just getting to school Mm -hmm. was was a daily battle. But the story, what the story shows is uh, how this child manages to, you know, he joins the the local gang, which was run by skinheads. Um, He he found his own place in that, but at the same time was able to get out of that world. And uh, my natural parents, by the time... I was a teenager that they'd become educated. My father became a barrister. They wow. put me with another family and paid for my uh, education. And uh, that's where the law, the bachelor's degree came in and the master's degree came in. And, and that's, that's what I was able to get. It was my passport to freedom because he said, it's either that or you go back to Nigeria. Mm. And uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't intended to go back then. So,
0: What a baller. Was he wearing leather okay. the pants there?
3: He was. Was he? <laughs> Put on those pants like it's doing him a favor.
0: Fucking what a legend! Only he's problem a cool is man. He's, a, he's an Arsenal fan. So, oh
3: really? Yeah, he did.
0: He grew up in Essex. I thought maybe maybe West Ham, but oh, whatever.
3: Yeah, he. Uh, I watched a whole other interview. Where he was talking about the skinhead thing, like basically the local gang with skinheads, and he was terrified of going out. And his foster dad was like, "Fucking just get out there, mate!" Like. <laughs> Don't be a pussy. Basically, yeah. Like, just stand up for yourself. Sound <laughs> fucked up, but and he did, and then they stopped fucking with him because he's he could defend himself. I mean, he's a fucking unit.
0: He's he's a, looks like a unit. Doesn't look small.
3: Yeah, and then he kind of joined them. He said in the other interview, he didn't really join them so much as he kind of they stopped fucking with him, and then there was there was a mutual respect. There was there was some kind of yeah, there was some kind of. Yeah, mutually beneficial agreement. Yeah. Um. But uh, yeah, he's he's a cool guy, he's man. He's cool. been in. Um, he um, I mean Oz alone. We we bonded over Oz back of the day. That was mm-hmm. like one of the. I had the whole thing on DVD. I yeah. think you we were the only other person I knew that watched it. So we used to talk about that. It Fucking was, heavy that was a heavy show. I don't think show. I can watch that again.
0: <laughs> it was heavy. That's why I love SBS. They just like, you know, you could never see another network putting that on.
3: Yeah. You know. I think that was the first HBO show as well. I think it was before Sopranos. So that was like, it was a real um, oh, wow breakthrough. I think. I could be wrong about that. Well, hey. Fuck, that was heavy, man. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? <laughs> so heavy.
0: Oh, man. Speaking anyway. of heavy, what do you know about the French Foreign Legion?
3: Not much. Um I apparently they created Legionnaires' disease, perhaps. I think
0: yeah, they must have. <laughs> There's no. They, did
3: they create those
0: hats, the Legionnaire cap with the little flap at the back? <laughs>
3: yeah. Actually, that was a request. That was a request from our friend of the show, Ben King, when he when he shared the, what the what with, he with us. He said, um, "Kind of want to hear Greg go on a rant about those stupid Legionnaire hats from <laughs> school, though." <laughs> and he. Yeah. <laughs> 'Cause they're like the school hats. They're like with a flap at the back, no hat, no play. They were the worst possible hat. <laughs> they were the dorkiest hats, and now they I guess they're ironically cool.
0: I had a I went on a um bit of a bit of a bender up in Byron in my youth, and it was a hot day the next day, and I walked into a hat shop and procured a Legionnaires <laughs> hat, which I sported for the rest of the trip.
3: You didn't accidentally join the Legionnaires, did you?
0: Well, I could have because the next (laughs) decade or so
3: was a bit of a blur. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, tell us more about the Legionnaires.
0: Yeah, I remember hearing about them in my 20s. Must have been about the same time I was wanting to join the army. But I was like, "Oh, this could be an option." <laughs> I,
3: I had that too. I had the same. I had that same uh, instinct. <laughs>
0: oh, I just, yeah, I just didn't realize I didn't really have anything to run from. Um, there was a <laughs> there was a sixty minute special on a couple of the Aussies that were in the Foreign Legion. I couldn't find it um, oh. today for the, for the purpose of our show, unfortunately. Um, but I didn't look very long. But I did Google Legionnaires sixty minutes. And it doesn't come up, <laughs> but yeah, there was a, there's a few Aussies in there, and I think typically, um, because of the process of how of of when you get in, which is you basically they give you a declared identity, so they give you a new name, a new right, a new place of birth, uh, new parents' names, like McLoven. Could you? Yeah, I think they choose. <laughs> um, so yeah, that'd okay. be more like um, a Royale with cheese, perhaps. Yeah, yeah of course. They don't. They don't I didn't, I didn't go into Burger King. But the – Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the high, Well, the French Foreign Legion, as, as the name suggests, is primarily made up of non-French people. It was so others could join and help French um, interests. In yeah.
3: So this is how little I knew about it. In watching the movie, I was like, oh, they're all from different places. I thought – It's French. It's a French thing. But, yeah, then reading up, it's – it's, well, we've got all these foreigners mm. they, and, you know, they're more disposable than French citizens. Mm. So let's get them out there, get them out front there. line. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I think there's quite a few French guys that join now and they just give them a new nationality. They go, okay, you're, you're Canadian. You're I saw
3: that because I was watching like Polish. a doco thing on it and um, they were given the you know the one oh one on what it is. Some of it sunk in, most of it didn't. But uh, they did say like French citizens can't join. But then a guy in the comments was like, "My grandfather's a French citizen. You can. Yeah. You just lie. Just give
0: you a new yeah. name. They give me a new name yeah. anyway." There's about eight thousand recruits a year, and about one thousand get through. So they get the numbers are reasonably healthy.
3: Yeah. Right.
0: Um, and there's about one hundred and twenty nationalities.
3: Yeah. That's, that's
0: a lot. It's fascinating. That's a lot. I couldn't name
3: 120 countries, I don't think. No, I could name maybe eight. It's interesting because <laughs> <laughs> it's, A, it's interesting that it still exists. B, the whole, th- the whole premise is fascinating and a bit yeah. like the war you described earlier. Fascinating. Yet this film. It dodges. <laughs> yeah, dodges like, the fascination. So it, there's an <laughs> interesting bit. Oh, a,
0: to, v left, V left.
3: Uh, yeah. Any interesting nuggets about these guys? Uh, the French the, Foreign Legion? French Légion? Foreign
0: Legion? Well, it does seem, it has, it doesn't seem as um, prolific as it once was. They had, um, they were set up all over the world. I think they're primarily based in, in France these days. Right. So they're Being not out. Parking the, tickets and stuff. Yeah, I assume so. <laughs> Wearing funny hats. Um, <laughs> which is good because you can spot them for if you you know if you know your your car's running out of parking time you can see those hats coming you know to you know move yeah your car or top up the meter yeah that's a good point but no I no, don't have too much on the legion other than that um, it it did seem you know a, ref- a refuge for the damned somewhat so a lot of yeah. people who are either on the run from the law or who are, you know, kind of rock bottom, and need to need to make a drastic change to escape something. Yeah, it seems to be the vibe.
3: Like that could so it's a bit like the Night's Watch in John in uh Oh, Thrones, stu- right? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, like, I'm fuck, stu- they did some pretty good stories around that. I think because you know they were a mix of criminals and
0: white walkers. Whatnot.
3: Like, you could have used more of a criminal in this—a criminal that. You know that has values because they were all like overtly. I'm mm. um, a good. Uh, you know, just uh, all the characters were pretty one dimensional. Mm. But um, the one one nugget I found that it's not even real. Uh, it's uh, you know, in an episode with minimal nuggets, maybe this is a nugget. Um, but you if after three years of service you can get citizenship. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And if you get injured, you can apply for citizenship. So yeah. Uh-huh. It's interesting. On the one hand, it feels kind of like exploitative. But on the other hand, it kind of feels like, well, I guess it's better than not having the option. People apply for it, right? It's not like you're forced into it. That's right. Yeah. Some
0: people don't. Yeah, most people don't make it. Yeah, right. One in eight as it as it pans out. Make a good reality show. Oh, yeah. Big time. I'd be mad. That'd be a great revenue stream for the Legion. The hat the hat rev stream has died off a little bit.
3: Celebrity Legionnaires. Celebrity Legionnaires. Oh, there you go. That's a fucking good TV show, Story by. Wow. Yeah. And hadn't I'm done any wows yet.
0: And they've got to change their name. Obviously. I didn't have anything else to add to that point.
3: <laughs> I mean, we talked okay, so fascination abounds with with all of the the, the sources of real life inspo for this film and it dodges it in the, in the entire movie. So Greg, I thought it might be a good opportunity mm. to revisit our AI friend. Uh, oh Nicole yeah. Asiri. So I, I, I touched base with our um, friend of the show, our artificial intelligence bot and asked her for some help in uh, writing a better version of this film.
0: Yeah, here we go.
3: So here's what she had to say. First I asked, um, can you write a better version of Legionnaire? This is what she came up with.
2: In Legionnaire, Jean-Claude Van Damstars stars as a former French Foreign Legionnaire who is recruited by the CIA to help track down a terrorist cell in North Africa. When the mission goes awry, Van Damme's character must use all of his skills to survive the desert and make it back to safety.
3: Immediately better. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Not <laughs> his bad. former French Legion, mm. uh, French Foreign Legion. That's not bad. Yeah,
0: because then you know he's got legionnaire skills.
3: Yeah, a particular set of skills. Mm. Not bad, not bad. So then I asked, um, can you describe one of the big action scenes? She said.
2: In one of the big action scenes, Van Damme's character is being chased by a group of terrorists through the desert. He uses his knowledge of the terrain to stay one step ahead of them but when they finally catch up to him he is forced to fight them off he defeats them all but is seriously injured in the process
3: oh yeah i mean it, it's maybe a bit of a punch up but it, you know there's some action there mm. some action but you know i i thought a bit like last time that ai was quite good at coming up with plot twists so i did i did brief her also on um coming up with a double plot twist mm. so she a she revises the synopsis Duble in French. Dublais. Dublais.
2: In Legionnaire, Jean-Claude Van Damme stars as a former French foreign legionnaire who is recruited by the CIA to help track down a terrorist cell in North Africa. When the mission goes awry, Van Damme's character must use all of his skills to survive the desert and make it back to safety, just when he thinks he's safe. Van Damme's character is double-crossed by the CIA and left for dead in the desert. He must use all of his strength and training to make it back to safety and take his revenge on the people who betrayed him.
3: I dig that. That's not bad. Mm. Yeah. It's not bad. I mean, this is all very cliche stuff, but that's that's part of that's, getting, that's, that's fun.
0: That's where we like that territory. We like the cliches. Yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. You just got to lean into it and have fun with it. Mm. Um, but I, I thought it was so good that, you know, that uh, maybe it's an Oscar contender. So I asked um, Siri or whatever we call her, to write an Oscars acceptance speech (laughs) for uh, (laughs) for Jason.
2: I want to thank the the Academy for this uh... award. It is a great honour and I am truly humbled by it. I also want to thank my fans for their support. I would not Mm. be here without them. Finally, I want to say that this award is dedicated to all the people who have fought for their dreams. Never give up on your dreams and never let anyone tell you that you can't achieve them. Thank you.
3: Look at that.
0: I would that's beautiful. I would like um someone to use this tool for their actual Oct- o- Oscar's acceptance speech and just troll everyone. Yeah.
3: It's something Norm Macdonald would do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know how he did um at um uh, Bob Saget's roast. All the jokes were from some over the counter jokes to tell at someone's retirement party. <laughs> 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 and no one no one knew that. He's just up there telling them, like, they're his jokes, and they were all terrible, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he was enjoying every minute of it. It was so good. <laughs> oh, I love it. So I could see him doing that. I did also ask her, because, um, you know, I tend to go down on tangents once I get that conversation going with the robots. Mm, um, mm. I, I asked who would win in a fight, JC or um, or Steven Seagal, and she said JC, so there you go. Mm, interesting. The robot. The robots, know. Yeah. I guess we should do the JCVD test, huh? Yeah. All right. Well, we have the plot synopsis. So as, as a refresher, Greg and I wrote this uh, many years ago now, I suppose. And it's, it is the plot synopsis that should work for any decent Jean-Claude Van Damme film, and it goes as follows. Jean-Claude Van Damme plays an American who wears high-waisted pleated pants in a foreign land on a quest to seek revenge for a fallen loved one at the hands of morally corrupt racial stereotypes. But he's about to find out. Training to fight his enemy means facing the enemies within and slowly doing the splits. Hmm. He also gets his buns. Um. So this one is, uh, well, in some ways it's a bit of a departure, but I guess on a macro level it's, it's kind of on on track because, I mean, fallen loved ones, there's many. Oh, so much love fall. Yeah, foreign land, racial stereotypes, it's got all that too. Yeah. But we have less of the splits and pleated pants. You got the buns and, though. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. I, th- I missed the buns but I guess they got that. So maybe it's not too far off. That's probably like a three out of five scenario. Mm. Many fallen love ones, many racial stereotypes, some buns. He doesn't play an American. It's a, it's a mixed bag.
0: Yeah, I, I give it, I'm giving it a pass for um, for me for sure.
3: Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. I was hoping that would be grounds for my dismissal of the film, <laughs> but I guess it's not really. It adheres to a lot of it. Yeah, yeah It's
0: a shame. Not enough yeah, kicking.
3: Not nearly not enough, enough kick, kicking. Man, there's no kicking. No kicking. There's not even really any fighting. He doesn't do much. Yeah. And he's a boxer in the beginning. I guess we get a little bit of boxing. But that action is so bad. It's so choppy. Mm. You don't see any single move completed. Yeah. Whereas oh, knockoff was the same year and we were both praising how the action was so good in that. Yeah, they went down the There was Hong some Kong long route. takes. Yeah. Yeah, some wide shots. Like you saw the movements and everything. And this was the Well exact again,
0: opposite. this is Van Damme. You know, he's out there trying things, you know. He had he didn't want to be typecast. He's out trying things. And this was yeah. Just him trying something that uh, maybe was just a little bit too far from the core.
3: Yeah. I mean, and on paper, man, it's the Rambo 3 team. So, like, that's something. It's not nothing. Hmm. Something. Should we get into verdict? Yeah, let's get into verdict.
0: I don't know what to say, really.
1: I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. I am the law. I'd like you to answer the question, Judge.
2: I want to have them answered immediately. You
1: can't
2: handle the truth. What are you waiting for? Ah! Say what again? Say what again? I dare you. Nothing further.
0: Your Honor. And that's all I have to say about that.
3: As much as it hurts to say this, I think this is a best left in the past Mm. for me. Best left in the 20s. Really (laughs) rewatch. I don't think I'll ever watch this again. I couldn't imagine putting this on. (laughs) No, I w- this would be the last one I would put on. So far, out of any Jean Claude Van Damme movie, yeah.
0: Mm. It's interesting because there's plenty of um Rotten Tomato lower Van Damme scores than thirty.
3: Yeah, because I think yeah, knockoff was pretty low, and I but I still there was that had value. I liked that a bit. I liked that quite a bit actually. Yeah, I don't know. Like on m- most Jean-Claude Van Damme movies I can enjoy on one level or another, like I was saying. Either they're awesome and they're awesome or they're bad and they're funny. Mm. And this one was just neither. <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. How about you?
0: Uh, loved it. No, I didn't really love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't see myself. I feel like I didn't even again. ask you that
3: until now, the whole episode. I didn't even <laughs> ask you if you liked the movie. Sorry. Bad um, co
0: It's Yeah, no, it's a No. It's a no, there's just not enough action. Yeah. I suspect him trying, I respect him <laughs> trying these different things but um, this is not my favourite Van Damme movie. Yeah, You can't love them all. Or can you? You can't love them all. <laughs> you can. You can. don't love this one. Uh, I'm going to leave it in the past. Um, where it belongs uh, as the most expensive film ever to go straight for video or at least at the time it was.
3: Was it? Fuck.
0: Yeah. Estimated 35 mil.
3: It probably technically still is. It's a whole different ballgame now though because, you know, director streaming is not necessarily a yeah, yeah, bad totally.
0: thing anymore. It's a whole but different, a whole different yeah. landscape.
3: Oh, new media. Mm. OTT. Mm-hmm. Cable cutters and whatnot. Oh, yeah. Oh, <coughs> God, don't get me started on the cable cutters. Um, all right, cultural relevancy tests. This one is going to be quick. Did Simpsons do it? No. Porn parody? No. Bechdel test? No. FX test? Not bad. Hmm.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of explosives. You can see where, they yeah. were, where the money was going.
3: Yeah, yeah. $1 <laughs>
0: million. <dollars>. Expensive <laughs> in parts. $1 million. $3 million. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, MVP. MVP. I actually uh, was thinking, we didn't really talk about him that much, but I was thinking uh, my MVP, Stephen Burkoff, the uh, – the mean man <laughs> from Beverly Hills Cop.
0: Yeah, he's pretty good, isn't he? He was pretty good. Yeah, okay, I'll back you on that one. I, I didn't do one, <laughs> yeah. so I'll just take that. No, I didn't do recasties. No, no,
3: no. That's a bit. Be- don't John recast- Candy. Don't ever remake a recast. Yeah, you kind of did John it. Candy.
0: You kind of did the recasties when you when you put in
3: the carrot, made it a comedy. Put in the- yeah. Put in, yeah. True. Okay, he's in there. Carrot's in there. Candy, carrot, candy, and. Van Vierenberg. Candied carrots. Beautiful. Mm. Oh, yeah, that gives me an idea, Greg. Mm. Police cops.
0: It is time for breakfast here and it's time for dinner there.
3: It's time for dinner. I've got some blue ribbon fried chicken. Oh, what's that? That's a fried chicken joint around the corner. It's pretty good. You get the, you get the chicken, the 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 chicken, the, the pieces of the chicken. Oh, Can and you, you stick get, them in the little roll? Is that what you're doing? You stick them in there. Oh, I already got one of those. I already got that one. But you get wasabi honey. Whoa. Wasabi honey. Damn. Yeah, that's the sauce. It's fucking good, man. Oh. So good. Yeah. Oh. Hey, we're gonna do Top Gun next week, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, because it's topical. And apparently the new one's fucking awesome. So I want to get primed. Um and then we may do another mini series after that of some sort. We'll see how we go. Yeah. Or we may just do a variety of stuff.
0: Reach out if you if you've got yeah, do you prefer the mini series or do you prefer just, you know, ad hoc randomizers? the AI event, Yeah, let us the know. AI fair.
3: You tell us. Yeah. We might listen. You tell us. We might listen if we like it. If you tell us what we want to hear, we'll listen. Mm, yeah. Um, speaking of telling us what we want to hear, please leave a review. Yeah. Um They're helpful. Uh, if you have a chance, it really helps us and we appreciate you. Um, but in uh, I guess until next week. Go hey, watch Top Gun. Go watch Top What's Gun. What's
0: it on? Is it on Disney? Touchstone. It wasn't it a Touchstone movie, wasn't it?
3: Uh, I saw it on something here and I can't remember. Where. It was on Netflix here, the US. Let me have a look. Hang on.
0: Let me have a look. I know people like to hear this. Top Gun. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. There you uh, go. Potentially. All um, right. All right. Well, take care of yourselves and each
3: other. Bye.